On today's episode of Movie Stalkers, we're talking Ford vs. Ferrari, Thomas gets triggered over submarines, and our three favorite cars. Enjoy the show. I just hope my wire fighting team is ready! Alright. No. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz! All night! I am so not a vapor! What's up, guys? Welcome into Movie Stalkers, Episode 5. I'm here with Thomas. Yo. Cody. Hello. And Nick. Yo. What's up, guys? Not much, man. Happy birthday, Nick. Yeah. Nick didn't tell us it was his birthday, and we're terrible friends for not knowing. The first one of us to hit 30. Can you believe it? Almost. You're you're 29, right, Nick? Uh, uh, Quick number to crunch. I am 28. Oh, uh, repeating, of course, her Kowalski yes. analysis. <laughs> yes. Wait, so he'll yeah, be the I last am... one to hit 30. No, because no, Tom... Be yeah, Tom's after me by like two months, and then Cody's like almost a year younger than I am. Cody, you're, you're 9-15, right? September 15th? Yes, sir. Yeah. September 15th, Virgo. Power. I swear, I swear to God, I see that on the clock every time it's 9-15. <laughs> yeah, that was Cody's genius marketing back in high school. It's a great number. <laughs> yeah, he ingrained it in our heads. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, happy yeah. birthday, Nick! What'd you guys do? Uh, we went out to uh, dinner. The twenty ninth was that uh the day after Thanksgiving, right? Yep, the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Nice. Oh, nice. Wasn't I'm a good. Assuming... It wasn't the best time because it was Black Friday. Traffic sucks, of Super course. Busy. Yeah. Do you get any discounts on your meal? <laughs> no, and we didn't actually even tell him that it was my birthday, which was fine. Dude. I don't really care. You could have gotten a free martini. We got a free appetizer because I wanted the I wanted to change up my order a little bit, so they hook us up. Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. Uh real quick, what's your guys' favorite Thanksgiving dish? Mine is uh cranberry sauce. So it depends. I to love... let you guys know, Brad made this crazy mac and cheese that we tried to do the number crunch and the calories, and it was like 16,000 calories, I think, in the whole meal. But That's it weak. was super good. But it's not a it's not a Thanksgiving dish, technically. So mac and cheese? Even, wouldn't have mm-hmm. even made a whole meal for Nick? Mac and cheese is a Thanksgiving dish. Only close to it. Mm. Like a 17,000 calorie meal type of guy. <laughs> Brad, Brad, what's your favorite? Easy Dwayne. Uh, I like the um, green bean casserole. Mm. Yep. But yep. like, you've I, always, you've always been a fan of that. There's like not anything that I don't really put cranberry sauce on. So weird. I'm definitely mashed potatoes and gravy all the way. That's so like, funny. Yeah. Your mom said the same thing. She's like, mm-hmm. Nick, you can put cranberry sauce on anything on me. <laughs> she loves it too. So apparently, Nick's favorite Thanksgiving dish is pussy. All right, with <laughs> cranberry sauce on your mom. With cranberry sauce on it, I'll, I'll try it. <laughs> Next girl, I'll sleep no. with babe. Babe, hear me out. She's like, no, I don't want to do it, but I'm like, no, I, I like you. She's like, oh. Here's a quick little Thanksgiving joke. Um, this 
this lady, she goes to a tattoo artist and she's like, hey, can you put a turkey on my right leg and then Santa Claus on my left? And he's like, yeah, but why? And she's like, because my husband says there's nothing good to eat between the holidays. Ooh. <laughs> I don't get it. So now she's going to make there something good to eat at the end of the day. So what I'm Cody at. doesn't Cody doesn't get it. Because so. your right leg right. tastes better than your Cody other. only understands penises. Mm. Yep. Oh, uh, it was a penis joke? Yeah. Is it, well, for you it was. <laughs> mm. um, you know, I'm a you... stuffing guy, though. Yes, stuffing is like a staple. Like a sausage <laughs> stuffing. Or <laughs> if you're making a turducken, a... Cajun. Why rice. was that funny when Cody's like, like, or it's like a sausage stuffing? Well, he's just talking about cranberry <laughs> sauce. E- easy with the jokes, Nick. Come on, man. Cody is charged to, with the dick know, jokes. A little icebreaker here and there, you know what I mean? Anywho. Um, did you guys get anything for Black Friday? Uh, I got yeah. presents for everyone. <laughs> had a couple couple gifts for uh, Shauna. I didn't do any shopping at all. I was camping. I got Mom a $1,500 gift card to REI. A $1,500 yeah, gift card? Mm-hmm. Damn. Damn, that's fucking insane. So it's like I've always, I, I always told my mom that... I've always told my mom since I was... Uh, yeah, no. I've always told my mom uh, since I was in nursing school that when I graduated and got my job, I'd spend my first paycheck on her. And my first paycheck was like fifteen forty eight or whatever. But uh, no, and so I asked her what she wanted. Like, I was gonna take her to the mall and uh, spoil her, but she's getting a electric bike, which is so cheating, mountain bike. And so I was like, oh well, either you can help pay for it, or you can get a bunch of biking gear. I bought a vacuum. Brad. <laughs> Dyson. A, a Dude, and that's how you know vacuum. you're getting old. I was like so stoked to get this Dyson vacuum that I've had my eye on. Uh had your eye on. Well, I've been researching Chill, them. Brad. Come on, there's a lot of Dysons out there. Because I have a There's a shit ton. I have like a cordless Dyson that we Can have I... like plugged in upstairs. But the problem is like the battery on it is only like fifteen minutes. And so I wanted one I could like plug in. So I got the Dyson Big Ball, which is like the. Oh, those things commercial. are supposed to be beast, huh? Yeah. Can I have your battery for this one? Or are you still going to use it? I still need that one to like do the couch. That one's nice for upstairs. That one just sucks for like when you want to do like cleaning for like an hour or two, you know? Mm-hmm. Like when you just want to do everything at once. It's yeah. nice having one that plugs in. But. The one that plugs in the wall upstairs, the cordless, is nice for, like, you get home and you want to vacuum upstairs. And that's my vacuum talk. <laughs> I appreciate that, dude. Yeah, Anytime I'll, I need a vacuum, I, I got a guy now. I'll be back next week. Um, have you ever, Brad, have you ever cleaned your vacuum before? Like, emptied it? Yeah, just, like, emptied it or cleaned it out? Yeah, I have to. Cause oh, so you're a vacuum has... cleaner? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Just want to make sure. Guilty is charged with the dad jokes. But yeah, dude, the Dyson like works so much better than any other vacuum. Did it come with the British guy? <laughs> no. no, but my mail order bride did. Fucking, it was a two for one deal. <laughs> oh, 
So what did you do with the British guy? <sighs> oh, I fucked him. <laughs> I ordered the British guy. The, the bride came with him. I fucked him nice and proper, eh? <laughs> Dude, I had this patient uh, yesterday. He was 99 years old and Holy British shit. as fuck. And he walked himself out of the hospital. And he's like, he's like, I'm going to butcher his accent. But he's like, if I, um, I'm not even going to say his accent, but he's basically like, hey, am I eating healthy? And I was like, well, what's your daily diet? And he's like, usually I wake up and I have uh, four eggs. And then for lunch, I have uh, two pieces of toast. And for dinner, I have um, just a couple pieces of turkey meat. And then I have six shots of whiskey. And I was like, what he should have just said yep <laughs> he said whiskey and water and i was like and i, well, I wanted to be like dude you're 99 you yeah, can do the like fuck you're you 99 want. <laughs> why are you asking me <laughs> yeah and i was like that seems really good for you and he's like but i do have water with the whiskey you know i was like i was like i didn't say it was bad like you can do whatever you want and then he got discharged like three hours later and walked himself out of there with a cane and i was like oh my god this guy is <laughs> he's two months away from being 100 years old well yeah what's he worried about like I might not make it to 101, so I better start eating dude, healthy. that's why he's 99. I was like, whatever you're doing, dude, keep drinking the whiskey. I was like, whatever you're doing, keep doing it, because that's like, insane. Can you give me advice? Yeah. <laughs> what? It's weird to well, see someone insane. who's almost 100 years old who is completely with it and, like, tells you stories, and you're like, Jesus. That's crazy. What was his name? Albert. Yeah, I knew oh, it was going to be something British. So, uh, for those of you listening, drink six uh, shots of whiskey a day and make it to the triple digits. Is there something about whiskey, like, because it's aged in the wood it's aged in, it, like, it's good for you? I'm convinced they'd make any excuse to make alcohol good for you. Yeah. Oh, Cody's typing stuff. Uh, Tom, nose ring update. Um, still getting, like I said, still getting boogers. Uh, it is still sensitive. Uh, I've been getting a couple of compliments on it at work, which is nice. Nice. Also, um, I never thought that I didn't think about it when I got my tattoos. For those of you guys listening, I have a, I would say I have a couple of tattoos. Um, they go to my arm and one up my back and one on my chest. And the shirt that I wear is like kind of a at at work, uh, is kind of like a little bit of a, a V neck and it hangs low, and the um. The sleeves on it are pretty high. I swear to God, every day I have five patients. Guaranteed, three of them are gonna like talk about my tattoos, and I'm literally already over it. Like, oh, what is that? Can I see it? Where'd you get it? Who's the artist? What's the reason? And I'm like, there is no reason. So, but yeah, you nose should, ring's doing good. <laughs> you should just get your next tattoo on your face, and then they'll be scared of you, so then they won't talk to you. <laughs> oh wait, no, we 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 decided you can't have that here. Never mind. Mm-mm. No face tattoos. You can do neck tattoos, though. Yeah. The only um, tattoo I have that has any meaning is the one I'm still waiting for uh, Nick and Cody to get. So I have a uh, I have a trident on my back that goes up my entire spine, and that's for uh, Poseidon. Dude, this chick was supposed to make uh, my picture or whatever by my birthday, and I reached out to her, and she didn't respond. Yes, or two days the one, ago. The one thing I Thomas didn't bail on was a tattoo, and Nick and Cody haven't gotten it. 
a fucking idiot. He was there early. <laughs> We're totally no. not going to get it. We just thought that maybe we would be able to convince you to get it. No. I, I bet Nick's going to be really picky because he, he has very specific taste, so you're probably waiting for a really good and OG lightning bolt. And I uh, Cody, I don't I don't care. I don't care what your excuses. That's a good idea, though. Like I'm a big fan of yours. I, uh, I know what I'm going to get. I got to figure out where I'm going to get it. and then I got Tanner, to get, um, dude. Some money to do that. Tanner. Cody lives in L.A., Brad. Well, when he's back in Grass Valley. Oh, no. I mean, I don't know where on my body I'm going to get it. Oh. <laughs> Underside of the penis. <laughs> right on your dick. Also, for you guys listening. Say I won't. Oh, uh, what's, what's the name, of, technically, of his tattoo shop? In, uh, uh, it's Elliptic Ink. Elliptic Ink. Grass Valley. Tanner. Yeah, Tanner. Shot. The fucking coolest tattoo artist ever. Super cool. You'll spend half the time getting tattooed and the other half time bullshitting. You pay awesome. for all of it. Nope, <laughs> you don't. Deal? He's super. He's super quick. Fifty percent of the time, you, the get, first, you pay two hundred percent of the time. In a world where there's one tattoo artist and three Michael Jenkins, Dan <laughs> Michael Vincent. How many quadrants? <laughs> yeah. No, the first time I went in to see Tanner, I was just doing a consult quote unquote just like telling what i wanted and i ended up talking to him for like an hour and a half about every lord of the rings movie and book and harry potter and it was, it was like jesus wow yeah, yeah cool dude. Shit. but yeah nose rings doing good uh, uh in five months i can put a hoop in i'm still getting those boogers and i have to spray this uh just like a water with salt solution on my nose every day hmm. that's not too bad Mm-hmm. How long has it been since you got it? It's been a little while now, right? Like three weeks. three weeks, I think. That was how I started talking to that girl last night at the bar. Was that she liked my nose piercing? Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's watched The Mandalorian? Uh, I have watched the first two episodes. I have two more to watch. I think it's really I'm good. In, I'm in this. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. I have not seen it. Okay. I'm in the same boat as uh as Cody. So far, so good, man. Awesome. Um, I find it hard stop. to believe that like he never takes his helmet off. Like, you're taking a shit, you're gonna leave your helmet on. You know who that who that actor is, right? Yeah, it's no. the it's the dude that died from the mount that the mountain like smashed his head in in Game of Thrones. Oh damn! Yeah, he's like the door the Dornian prince. Dornian mm-hmm. prince. Sorry for the spoiler alert on Game of Thrones, guys. Um, looking at the list real quick though. Uh, what is the best fried chicken? Ooh. Uh, I don't Pop- know. Baby Yoda. Popeyes is good. Popeyes Aubrey, is really I'm, good. I'm going with Auburn Ale House fried chicken. It's my favorite. They have good fried chicken. I agree. Yeah. When I was in eighth grade, I went to this spot on the East Coast. It was like an Amish restaurant that made their own fried chicken from scratch. Like literally like killed the chickens, used the meat from the chicken, and created fried chicken it was the best fried chicken i've ever had like nothing's come close to that since from springer there is a very popular place in koreatown in la maybe chinatown it's called howland rays oh, and yeah. it's a hole in the wall and it always always has a line it's like a minimum three hours to get in and you can't take what? It. you can't order takeout or anything like that and uh, you just wait in line for three hours and we went there one time and it is the fucking tastiest fried chicken. It's it's Nashville hot style chicken. So if you like that, then you do like it. But don't they make it from like one Na- to ten what, hotness? Right. What's Nashville hot style mean? No, they have like five, four or five different. Uh, 
It's just it's just fried chicken with a special blend of seasoning on it that makes like it a spice. spicy. Like really, it can get really hot or you can get kind of hot. But I guarantee it, I could uh, eat the spiciest one they could make. You probably could, dude. You should come. I'd be down to wait in line with you. We can bring the Switch and fucking play Smash Bros. or Mario Kart or something and wait for it. It's so good. I feel it like I've like seen that on life. YouTube videos before. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. But little little a, side note for everyone listening. Uh, Brad is also obsessed with spice and can eat some spicy ass shit. If you guys ever watched Hot Ones on YouTube, that's, yeah, uh, get me that's, on there. You kind of look like the host. A of little it, so. uh, like kind of sneak into like Hot Ones. So when they do that, um, the wings one to ten, ten is not the hottest. It's number eight. It's the bomb. It's one of the only hot sauces that has never left the roster. And that one is by far like the hottest. It does not even taste good. It just burns your mouth. It tastes like butt. Yeah. And if you watch the show, it's always when they get to the bomb that everyone like that. You can tell that's always the hottest. Yeah, because you then eat after like 10... that, yeah. it's almost like downhill. Mm-hmm. It's like they hit their little peak. So then the last two like kind of brings the interview back in. It's a good strategy. Yeah. About a year ago, me and Brad ate, uh, we put it on a, uh, I think it was a Toll House. It was, it was just some cracker. I think it was Ritz or something. We put a drop of it on our crackers, and it destroyed us. Yeah. But we, but, we, but we ate it, and we handled it. So <laughs> We have the uh, the last dab, I think it's called. We have that one in our fridge, and it's pretty hot. Nice. Yeah, Joanne that's awesome. To, the hot ones. Joanne likes to eat that a lot. That's the one they do at the end, and it's, yeah. Supposedly the hottest, but it's not. I just watched the uh, the one episode with uh, MGK. He's been on there twice. He's a cool dude. Yeah, I'm uh, watching this right now. There's a cool guy. uh, Sean Evans eats LA's spiciest fried chicken with Brian Redband, who's the guy that created Joe Rogan's podcast. They went there, Cody. If if for you guys listening, if you ever get bored, watch uh, Gordon Ramsay on Hot Ones. It's really funny. Gordon Ramsay's funny, dude. I like him. Yeah. <laughs> the the best part is in that episode he gets like to number nine and he brought like a bunch of stuff that's supposed to help. Like he brought um peanut butter, he brought uh lemon juice, lime juice, and he brought sweets. He so he brought donuts, like sugar coated donuts, because those are supposed to help with the spice. And he's like dying and he cuts the donut and he gives it to the host first. And he goes, Would you like some? He goes, Oh sure, thanks. And like the top comment is like Gordon Ramsay's mouth is literally burning and dying, and he still offers uh, uh, the donut to the host first. Proper bloke. <laughs> yeah, fucking hot sauce is good, dude. Joanne loves hot sauce. We have an entire shelf in our fridge dedicated to hot sauce. Did I did I tell you guys about my sushi experience? Nope. No. Like two weeks. So uh, it was like three weeks ago. It was my roommate's birthday, and we went to an all-you-can-eat sushi place. Which are awesome in Reno. If you go before four o'clock, it's usually twenty one dollars for all you can eat. But um, we were sitting at the bar, and I asked because that's where you just order from the chef right there, the sushi chef, or whatever. And I said, "Hey, um, what's the spiciest roll you guys have?" And he's like, "We can make anything spicy, man." And I was like, "Okay, make me the spiciest roll in the like that you can think of." And he's like, "Okay," and I was like, "And I was like, hey, like I want to regret being born." And he's like, "Okay." And then so uh, they all started like talking to each other and stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, he comes over and he's like, if you finish this whole roll, I'll pay for your entire meal. And I was like, you you think it's that hot? And he's like, oh, yeah. 
and then uh, I ate the whole thing, and it was it was so goddamn hot. They had capsaicin extract in it, which is what actually makes is the spice, and they did habanero, ghost pepper, and jalapeno. Yeah. But I ate the whole thing. I was sweating bullets. I was dying, but he, I got my twenty-one dollar all you can <laughs> sushi paid for, it. and I didn't eat sushi after that. <laughs> I wouldn't eat it. Where do you guys um, stand on wasabi? Love it. No, love it. you ever order real wasabi? Wait, what'd you say, Nick? I'm not a fan. Same here. I when I was uh, when I was Chinese at horror. um, I was at Makuni in Roseville, Nick, and the server, uh, I was like, hey, I had that, you know, like they give you like that big ball of wasabi usually when you get sushi. Yeah. I was like, what will you give me if I eat this? She's like, well, I'll give you a free dessert, and I was like, okay, so I ate it. Nice. Went on like a champ. And That's then the I was. Story I've ever heard, my, stomach, huh? my stomach was too sick. Fuck off. You get some free mochi? No, I just got. Yeah, I can't mochi do wasabi or horseradish. I don't like horseradish. And I don't like prime rib. <laughs> and I don't un- like un- any movie I've ever un- seen. Unfriend. <laughs> unfriend. Fucking negative sick over here. Yeah, I've tried doing horseradish like a lot of times and everyone's like we'll just like mix it with sour cream so i always use less and less horseradish and i'm just like i just like sour cream by itself brad you have a fucking problem with sour i cream. know you need to stop you, you have a problem everything. with sauces too yeah because i got it from fucking you dude <laughs> excuse me what <laughs> your excuse <laughs> me and brad have a sauce problem and i got it from him and Last time we went to go get pizza at, what was it, uh, Frank's Pizza, right? Oh, uh, Pete's Pizza. Pete's Pizza. Yeah. We asked for eight well, things of ranch, and, and, and Brad finished Frank's. all of them. Yes. Wow. That's, so yeah. you're basically having some some pizza with your ranch rather than some and I'm ranch totally, I'm, pizza. I'm totally fine but, with it. So let me ask dude, you, you know this. who has good ranch? It's Jernigan's. You gotta love Jernigan's Ranch, dude. Dude, I love everything about Jernigan's. Everything. Yeah. Very good. Oh my god, such a good place to eat. What were you saying, Cody? Sorry. I was just gonna ask why you guys don't have ranch at home. Why you gotta get eight ranches from the pizza? Because place. you need the <laughs> restaurant made ranch. It's much better than store bought ranch. Restaurant made? Sometimes I make my own ranch. There's some really good recipes on Pinterest. There's I actually the out. Outback Steakhouse recipe for homemade ranch is really good because you can use a packet of Hidden Valley Ranch, like the mix, you know. And then mm-hmm. you just follow that recipe on Pinterest, and that one's probably the best. Then one you I've just had. add a shit ton yeah. of mayo and milk. <laughs> but I Brad, feel like you seem like a Pinterest type of guy. I am a Pinterest type of guy. Thanks, whatever that means. It's, you know it's it not good. I'll tell you, you that. You know what it means. <laughs> it's provocative. You know what you did. Gets the yeah. people going. <laughs> Cody, go ahead and read these. Uh, my first joke. <laughs> okay. What's the difference between Hitler and Michael Phelps? What? Michael Phelps can finish a race. <laughs> uh, we took a hard left turn right there. That's okay. That's a pretty good joke. What's the difference? Don't Never read mind. that one. <laughs> Do not read that one. Unless you never want another job ever. You have the best Why job security movie did we watch this week speaking of yeah speaking of races um yeah oh wait 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 before we get into that 
Tom, what's your favorite race? Uh, what, There's two ways you can answer this, and it says a lot about you. <laughs> At first, when you asked, I was like white, and I was like, "Oh wait, we're talking like five k." Oh wait, Talladega, of course. My my favorite is the the arms arms race in Mother Russia. Road forks you. But anyway, speaking of races, what movie did we watch this week? Yeah, let's get into it. We actually watched it last week. That's true. Yeah. Thoughts? What are my initial thoughts on the movie that we watched? Mm-hmm. What movie was tell it? Tell us what movie it was. We ex- well, the movie that we watched was Ford versus Ferrari. Um, I really wanted to see it uh, for a while, uh, ever since I saw the preview, probably in the middle of summer. Um, I loved it. Uh, that was that was my initial thoughts. I really enjoyed it. I think we finally get to see a movie where we have good actors and good acting, um, and a movie that's well put together um, that really describes uh, the time period and what was going on. Um, obviously, uh, some uh, over dramatic moments I think uh, within the movie, but all in all, I liked it a lot. That was were my initial thoughts. Nice, uh, Cody. What do you think? I agree with Nick. I was pretty excited to watch it. Uh, it was really good. I liked that it was set in SoCal, which is cool because that's where I live. So it was kind of neat to see like Hollywood in the 50s and I mean, kind of get that feel for it. The movie itself was cool. Um, I like cars. I'm not a big car buff. Not as much as I know you three are, especially Nick and Brad. Um, Whoa, awesome, I don't man. make it on that list? Wow. Uh, honorary mention for that list, Thomas. Thanks. No, it was a good movie, man. The uh, the race scenes were like um, very tense and, and fun to watch, uh, especially when there was accidents and explosions. And you said the accidents were real, by the way. Just read an article on that. Wow. Oh, as in they happened in. They didn't use as like in, any that CGI. Movie that happened. Yeah, that was all real. Like yeah. they fucking crash cars into each other like champs. Yeah. Wow. Savage. They're like, hey, nice. you're a stunt driver, and you're gonna drive your fucking car going this fast into that guy, and um, yeah, good luck. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Total, t- if um, if I were to pick anyone also to fix my car, I would 100% pick Brad. Brad is extremely good at working on cars, you guys. Thanks. Yeah, it's annoying. Brad can literally fucking fix anything on a car. What about a Tesla? I think you can fix a Tesla. No way. Only <laughs> no Elon way. Musk can fix a Tesla. <laughs> I could probably fix the window. You don't even have the blueprints, <laughs> right? It's broken. <laughs> Brad Did can you... pretty much fix anything except for my Why relationship so with my father. Such a dark pod. Gotcha, bitch. Um, anywho, uh, my thoughts on the movie yeah, is... Tom. I was obsessed with the sound. I, I'm a huge sound guy. Um, you guys know I've been drumming for seven, 18 years now. Jesus. Uh, I like I pay attention more than I would like to think to sound in movies. And the car sounds were freaking amazing. And seeing it in theater was good. And the whole time I was like there, I was like, oh, this would be so great in IMAX. So I really liked the movie a lot. Um, <laughs> definitely made me a huge Christian Bale fan again because I haven't seen him for a while but like I I watched The Fighter after that when he got super skinny and I was like dude this guy's crazy so uh, I really liked the movie and the sound was my actually my favorite part of the movie probably just the sound of all the cars 
It's an interesting take. Nice. Yeah, no. and then um, I liked it a lot. I definitely thought, like, as we, like, wound down the year, like, going into this movie, it'd be, like, one of the best, and it definitely stands there. I enjoyed the whole movie, really. I do think what Nick said about there were some dramatic moments that didn't really hit. Um, and just like Thomas's was sound, I'm more, like, visual, like, the way it's shot. And I just thought the way this movie was shot was really cool. Um, kind of each race or like major scene had its like own color palette almost, which was like really cool. And I don't know something about it too, like the way they filmed like uh, living in LA, just back in that time, like made you want to like go back and live in that time. And yeah, uh, Christian Bale killed it. And Matt Damon is one of my favorite actors, and he's kind of good in any role. And I really liked him in mm-hmm. this role. And I thought all the supporting actors were really good, too. Yeah, they're both they're both actors that don't get stuck in that, like, oh, he played himself. Like, oh, Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah, he was good as Will Ferrell. Like, Will Smith. Like, oh, yeah, he was good in that movie. Like, he basically right. just played Will Smith again. Matt but, Damon uh, gets that a little bit, but he, like, because he's not, like, he's not Christian Bale, like, gets into a role. But he's right. so good that whatever he does, you just believe it, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I, I agree with the, the dramatic events not really hitting. Uh, the Christian Bale, um, it was a week since we watched it, I can't remember his name, but his the scenes with his family when he's like raising his son and those moments didn't really... Uh, yeah, like I, I feel like, without him. <laughs> like the scene where he takes his kid like out into the airport, you know? Yeah, and they like exactly. go out there and sit... Out, it was almost like, okay, this scene's created just to, like, have really cool visuals. Because them being out there, you know, mm-hmm. like, at the airport with the f- planes flying over in the sunset, I was like, this is a cool scene. But the emotional part of that didn't really hit for some reason. <coughs> it just seemed like it was, like, put in there to be in there. That was the same uh, kid actor from um, A Quiet Place. Yeah. And he didn't really talk much in this one. And I was like, damn, dude, like... You're you're an actor and you don't really have to say much. I thought he was so like, too. did you study your actual role because this is the quiet place? Like you're actually supposed to talk. You, uh, he just doesn't talk on set. Everyone's like, yeah. what the fuck's wrong with this kid? <laughs> uh, directions misunderstood. Uh, a quiet place too. Okay. He got the wrong script, which yeah. is coming out next year. Right. That's right. It's Wait, really? Yeah. 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 A quiet place too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yup. Yeah, there's a line in this movie uh, that I thought was really cool. I can't remember exactly when they're talking about it. I think it was one of the people at Ford talking about how they're going to sell more cars. And they said, we have the first uh, group of 17-year-olds in history with money in their pockets. And it's post-World War II and just kind of helped build the, the time. Okay, boomer. For me. Right. Yeah, well, chill, Cody. Well. Make it sound like baby boomers are cool. And then there was definitely, like, a point, too, where, like, it was, like, how many times are they going to not let Christian Bale be the racer? And Mm -hmm. it was, like, they did that maybe one too many times, but then when I seriously thought they were going to do it again, that scene where he locks him in the office and then he takes him on the test drive was, like, one of the coolest scenes. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. And you could see Ford like, I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ford, like, have a panic attack. Yeah. Did that actually myself, happen? Like, Did that actually part. happen that Ford like went to try and, I guess, quote unquote, buy out Ferrari, and they basically like brought them out there, and then I'm sure 
slapped him in the face, and then Ford was like, I don't care how much it costs. Like, we're going to build a race car. Yeah, I'd be pretty pissed, too. Did that yeah, actually it's happen? it's an actual was... biz- business deal that went wrong in 1963. I feel like they, it went well, and then, the you know, obviously when it got to, like, the head honcho at Ferrari, he's like, I'm absolutely insulted. Right. That, that, it was so I just like that because they were like, I mean, they were totally trying to, the, to like, make it sound like, oh, Ferrari's a piece of shit or, like, you guys are going to go out of business and, like, you really need someone like us. And in reality, that obviously wasn't the case. And the guy just, did, like, didn't eat any of the bullshit that that guy was slinging, which was yeah. awesome. The only the other thing that I didn't know if it was real, I don't know if, Brad, you can confirm this or deny it, but, like, when they were making the car, it, like, it, it was annoying. The only thing that was annoying about the movie is, like, they bring you know, Matt Damon's character and to be like, hey, build us the race car, you know, you're Shelby, like, build it. And, like, they question everything he does. And it's like, if you're asking him to build the car, let him do his goddamn thing. I think thing. that was almost like... And Christian Bale was doing the same thing, like, no, you need to do this. And they're like, we don't need to do that. And it was like, okay, I think you're just adding... I don't know if that was real, but I was like, oh, it's adding dramatic effect, I guess, because no one's listening to them. Yeah, I'm not sure, like, as far as, like, which, you know, things were real or not. But it does speak very much to like corporate America Mm -hmm. and things where even when you have someone who clearly knows what they're doing, you have like one of the best scenes was he was like, you know, talking about the decision he makes. And he's like, I know before this decision's made, it goes through like 20 people, you know, before it even reaches you. And that was like a really good thing, you know, like speaking speaking on corporate America is like sometimes like being so big and having so many people with their hands in the decision isn't for the best. And like I know like working at beep grocery store that, you know, sometimes <laughs> when decisions are made, it's because like there's so many people. And if they just went and asked, you know, the guy like they do in the movie, the guy, you know, working on the floor hey, what would make this better? They'd probably get a better answer than people that have never spent, you know, a second doing that job. But Yeah, and I, I can also I... attest to that because I work at a spot that has, you know, 5,000 employees right. and there's like four or five or six different approvals that need to take place for one thing to get done, which is like <clears> one of the reasons why my job's supposed to be somewhat stressful is because it just takes so fucking long to get the thing you want yeah. done done. Or they're just, like, completely the pro- removed from the situation or, like, for, for instance, I work for customers, so, like, there could have been a situation where we were in the wrong and it's, like, I don't want to explain this to you. Like, I explained it to the past four people. Like, can we please just get this done? Like, it's clearly getting approved. Yeah. Uh, being a, a nurse, uh, my hospital has uh, 7,500 employees. So, and there's, I think, 1,200 of them are nurses. So it's kind of hard for us to have a voice, which is why we have the union. Shout out union! But the, 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 the difficulty Irish with man, next week the, the the difficulty within that is that um each floor has its own thing. So like you could ask a nurse on the neuroscience floor, like what's the biggest issue? And like and like that issue would never happen to me. Like where she'd be like, oh, like we need more uh, spine braces because I have to look for them. Like I never would look for a spine brace on the telemetry floor, but on the tele- telemetry floor. Um, I always, I spend seriously, I think probably like 20 minutes a day looking for, um, just IV poles to, to hang IVs from. I can't find them. I don't know why. And like, I'm like, if we had like 30 more IV poles, every nurse would gain 15 minutes of time to take care of their patients every day, but they don't care. 
because there's 1,200 of us. <laughs> so, same thing you were saying, that kind of. Yeah, there's eight employees at my company. So, if I need something done, I just uh, ask. Yeah, Cody, person. you don't count. You've been killing it, though, dude. Congrats. Remember me. Just remember yes. who got the tattoo first, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, if, um, for those of you listening also, if your friends don't Venmo you money for video games, are they even your friends? Yeah, that's true. It's funny, actually, when we <laughs> we did that what, with COD and Logan was with me, he's like, why are you Venmoing Nick right now? And I was like, well, because Thomas and I both got the game, but Nick's on the fence about it. So we, we do this like probably two or three times a year. We'll just buy the game for the third person. So we'll all <laughs> yep. play together. He's like, oh. I'll do that weird. with a movie. Like, I'll be like, have you watched this we, yet? No. And I'll be like, literally, I'll time. give you my login. Oh, speaking like, of Tom, did you buy it too? Yeah, I got a Venmo you 20 bucks. Oh, uh, thanks. <laughs> you just bought it on his thing? Uh, the way it works is he buys movies and... Brad he just it's, hopes it's really I good. don't look at my bank statements and like find he just, the movie he, he like bought waits, that He like crosses his fingers. He's like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you say it too? Mm-hmm. Ooh, so I can watch it. It's on the Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> so I love how you let guys... everyone know. I'm pretty yes. sure Brad is like funding or supporting like this entire house. We got I got four people here, <laughs> and my mom and Cody. Brad is like he's the real MVP. As Kevin Durant would say, Brad's the real MVP. Brad pays for my Netflix. I don't want to say this because Brad's going to actually listen and be like, that's fucked up. I don't want to pay. But Brad pays for my Netflix, my Amazon, uh, Hulu, Disney Plus. What do you pay for? Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Getting back to the movie real quick. Thomas, Hmm. what is it like to be at 7,000 RPM? Because I don't think I ever have been, but I know you had the bikes. My bike uh, redlined at sixteen thousand RPM, so I can't really relate to seven thousand. But um, oh, that's pussy shit. <laughs> yeah. So uh, street bikes usually they have a much smaller engine, so they can. R- for these of you guys listening, RPM is means rotations per minute, and that's how many times the actual cylinder goes up and down and up and down. And then if you get into two stroke and four stroke, those are completely different things. But uh, yeah, my street bike would redline at sixteen thousand. And I had a Suzuki uh, GSXR 750 2004. I think mine redlined around the same. Yeah, Brad had a Honda CBR 600. And uh, mine did 0 to 60 in uh, 3.2 seconds. And then Tesla the truck. Tesla truck. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But uh, the. Uh, so it's pretty you could You could literally be going 100 miles per hour on that <laughs> thing downshift and the and the bike would pop a fucking wheelie and you just it like that bike wanted to cruise at 100 so uh 7000 rpms i don't know but i did redline it only one time where it was this straightaway in livermore and it was it wasn't like the top gear or anything but it was just third gear i was like i want to see what happens when i redline this shit and i took it to 18000 rpms where it was like bah, 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 bah. but the bike just freaks out and i can totally attest so that. Much that vibrations, yeah. yeah, I can totally attest. Like when you get to that quote unquote seven thousand RPM, there is like something different you feel in the vehicle you're driving. And like everything it's like the ultimate uh meditation Tunnel. or therapy. Yeah. Everything goes out. You get tunnel right. vision. Yeah. Yeah, like you just you can't think about anything because when you know, I went hundred and sixty five was the top speed I went on my street bike. And when you're going that fast, the only thing you're thinking about is don't fucking crash. 
Maybe. Cody and Nick, you guys ever ridden? Uh, well, Cody has ridden dirt bikes before. He's trying to buy one. Nick, you ever ridden a dirt bike? Uh, I have not. What's the, oh, what's the fastest you guys have ever gone or the fastest vehicle you guys have ever been in? 185. Boeing 747. Cool, Cody. Vehicle. 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 Uh, probably about mm-hmm. 160 or so in a Porsche. Who's Porsche? Let's go. On a track. Uh, it was, I was on a oh, track. Oh, is that in Vegas? Yeah, I was in Vegas. And then I went 140 or so in my mom's uh, BMW. Her freaking 10-cylinder one? That was very fast. Damn. Cody, you said... Yeah, it was crazy. That was in... That was in... uh, Dude, I went 115 in the Mazda 3, dude. It was shaking. It was terrifying. Oh, yeah, dude. Down the the hill... um, To... uh, uh, Don't say uh, Highway 20. Wildwood. Don't say Highway 20. Are you serious? Down Highway 20? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I I went, I, I hit 100 miles per hour and pop a smirk going down that hill. With <laughs> That's Jacob, a terrible, Jacob, That's a Jacob terrible road, of course. But, I mean, like, damn, you can go fast. Mm-hmm. But, like, you could feel everything. Like, it was, it was not good. Like, it was getting speed wobbles. Like, I had to slow down. Like, the Mazda 3, it cruises at, like, a swift 55 miles an hour. So, getting it up to <laughs> 115 is not recommended. But it can happen. For 24 hours straight, huh? 24 hours straight, 115 miles an hour. Yeah, it's just fine. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. The fastest I've ever gone was uh, 165 on my street bike. And Actually, holy uh, shit. What's up? Quick, quick maths. You could almost get all the way across the country if you went 115 for 24 hours. You can virtually get to the other side of the fucking United States. Yeah, you'd be cruising. Have you ever seen Need for Speed? Nope. It's actually a really good movie. <laughs> I've seen Speed featuring Keanu Reeves, a.k.a. Neo. That's uh, a great movie. I've done Speed. I'm just Adderall. Kidding. I have done Speed. Yeah, pretty much, actually. Yeah, dude, I love snorting If Adderall, your prescription so drug has the word Jesus. meth in it, it's, then it's definitely or, Yeah, dude, Tom and I boof Adderall all the time. We're big there's boofers. Boofing, and then there's shelving. We do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't boofed before? <laughs> that crank game at Walmart, dude? I thought it was called plugging it. I was like 60% chub. Has has everyone on this podcast done Adderall before? Yes. Yes. I was playing the crane game. Well, actually, Brad, I gave you my Adderall, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, I'm going to go out and say it. Uh, 8 out of 10 for me. We're hitting grades. Oh, we're already going to grades. Wow. We're talking about drugs. Cody's ready to fucking go home, dude. He's like, I'm out. He's like, I'm having steaks. He's like, I'm having steaks and broccoli. Is there any other thing? What do you guys like? The last race of the movie. Uh, I just liked liked in the movie how much actual racing there was. Yeah, Um, it was a lot of driving. As a guy, I I thought it was going to build up to the race at the end. um, Because I actually didn't see a single commercial for that movie until i saw it so i really didn't know what it was and then i saw it and it was i was blown away obviously but um i was glad there was more racing than i thought there was going to be because it wasn't it was a long movie it was like what two and a half hours i think right yeah yeah so <clears throat> but i thought it was going to be like a build-up to like this race at the end and i thought the race was going to be like 45 minutes long and all this drama and stuff but no, there was a couple races in it that i, I thought were pretty cool 
Yeah, the Daytona races. And the cars really those guys drove. The, Jesus fucking Christ. Beautiful cars. Yeah. The Daytona, that was the second like to last race, right? Mm-hmm. That one was sick when he writes on the whiteboard and just like walks out onto the freaking raceway and shows them the sign. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. What's also cool in that movie is watching how long it took them to change tires as opposed to now with all the tools and stuff we have. I was yeah, just Ferrari thinking that. NASCAR like, like now it's, I don't know what the average, uh, Cody, hey, Google so it. What's Red the Bull average just, time? Red Bull just broke a record literally like two weeks ago for the fastest pit stop. It was like borderline one second. Really? It was like just over one second to uh, change all four tires and fuel up the vehicle. It was In a insane. NASCAR race. NASCAR average pit speed, four tire change, 15 seconds. Yeah, Red Bull 2019 Brazilian Grand Prix, 1.82 yeah. seconds. Yep. Making it the fastest pit stop ever in F1 and overall. That's crazy. When did they hit the clock, though? When the, you think when the impact hits the lug? The I second think when the, the car, car stops. comes to zero. Yeah, the second the car stops. Wow, that's so crazy, dude. That doesn't yeah, that's, even. Holy shit! How does that, 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 that even? How is that they have even people putting the jacks in while they have people fitting the the guns onto the lug nuts, and then. Dude, how did change change what? There's probably what five maybe five lug nuts on those. Change yeah, ten I lug nuts. Even hit, I couldn't in even finish one point eight two seconds. How do you right. even hit my? I don't even. I can snap my fast. hand. I'm a drummer. And I don't think I can. I can move my hand that quick. Dude, I it was a it was a really cool God video it, that Brad. I saw because they were talking about how like those pit crew guys they like go to the gym and shit and like do weird shit to like practice and there's tryouts and stuff for pit crews. It's a bizarre world of like driving vehicles, like people that are like I can change tires very fast. He's I can't weird wait to do that in a using the machine. Wrong. That is the most yeah. weirdest <laughs> like, job to get into. Like I just want to be a pit a, a pit man. Nope, I, mean, I can if you tell love... you one weirder right now. Auctioneering. Yeah. And anything that Mike Rowe does. Yeah. Being an auctioneer, <laughs> dude. How do you get into that? That's what I want to know. How about <laughs> fishing for clams in, like, mud? Yeah. That was, like, a weird-ass job. Fish for clams did. every day. Dude, super <laughs> weird. Oh, huge. I will tell you guys, I think, in my opinion, the weirdest job is um, a monitor tech at my hospital. So what they do, we call it the submarine. Tom, Tom, what? <laughs> just take a moment and think about Tom? how absurd what you just said was. Okay, sorry. And, and just really <laughs> think of like of everything in the entire world, the strangest thing is go ahead. What is the strangest thing, Tom? <laughs> no go i want to hear that well yeah i want to hear it that's what i'm talking about Tell us it was about just how so your monitor funny like how random like... <laughs> no you were talking about random jobs and like yeah like... yeah and you it's... said the the like creepiest or weirdest job is All blank monitor? what is it he's just standing there menacingly <laughs> menacingly no it's no, you sit you it? well i was trying to tell but then you cut me off and tell me how sure. stupid i sounded so i don't know if you want me to tell you uh, what i <laughs> Uh, so. I do actually go ahead. Tell me, monitor tech. You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Yeah, you're, you're an idiot. idiot. Right, go ahead. <laughs> Five o'clock to six o'clock. Self loathing. It's okay, a. Uh, it's called the submarine. It's a room on actually on my floor, on the seventh floor. And Is that there, underwater? Uh... <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> 
Snorkel or oxygen? Seventh floor. Thomas, I'm act. This is Cody. I actually want to hear this. <laughs> Fuck Nick. I'm gonna mute myself. <laughs> Let's go. Tommy. I think, I think we lost them. <laughs> I think they both muted themselves. And he called it the submarine, man. Come on. Tom, please, I really want to hear it. That was just, you, you were very vulnerable there. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Shoot, go for it. We're listening. Yeah, 8 out of 10. I give it an 8 out of 10. <laughs> Cody, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's going to be a bit. Cody yeah. fucking always like, hey, so I like the movie. Uh, anyways, uh, score is 9 out of 10. It's like, hey, Cody, we haven't even talked about it yet. The ending was sad. I was a little sad. Wait, hold on. We got to get Thomas back. What happened to him? He's, he's right there. there. Oh, there yeah, he is. He's yeah, he's there. He's fucking with us. Thomas. Yo. <laughs> hey. Anyway. Babe, wait. <laughs> Babe, no. <laughs> Tom, come on. Can you please tell us your story? Got any sweet tech? <laughs> well, anyways. I, I gave we'll the movie an 8 out of 10 also. No, hold on. I want to hear about God. the tech, though. You have to tell that part. What is it? I literally will stop Sub- talking, Tom. Submarine. I honestly want to hear it, because there's interesting <laughs> jobs on, on that Shauna tells me about all the time. Submarine nope. floor? Nope. nope, I'm done. Come on. Nope. Will you tell me after the pod? Yep. Okay. What? But you won't tell me after the pod? <laughs> Nick, go, literally, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you Nick, can't that, be this upset. Knowing about that, that part of your life, just gone. <laughs> all right, good job. <laughs> Jobhero.com says monitor techs, also referred to as cardiac monitor technicians, observe oh, the heartbeats and electrocardiograms of patients in intensive care units. So they just look you at have like no a, idea what that means still, but so yeah, Tom, let's talk about that real quick. Heartbeats. So is it basically like a uh, uh, was what's it called when like you're pregnant? Is that a mammogram that they can look inside of your your stomach or whatever? What's that? You called? got a baby it's, in you. That's <laughs> That's some awful ultrasound. ultrasound. Yeah. So is, Mama, is it basically Mama doing ultrasound? Dudes. Is it doing a ultrasound essentially of the heart? I'm not falling into your trap, Nick. <laughs> Dude, I'm. I'm, I'm honestly just. I. I want to. Kn- I Thomas. You're married I to a nurse. Honestly, want to know. No, she's actually at yoga right now. I can't. I think Tom was trying to say that he's got some pretty sweet monitor tech, and he wants to show us later. <laughs> That's exactly what I was saying. Yeah, the surge is really difficult. But if you, for the, those of you listening, look up the job monitor tech. It is probably one of the worst jobs in the entire world, I think. Is it worse than changing it, out bedpans? Like, every time I imagine that, I'm, well, I'm like, disgusted. I would 100% rather change a bedpan than a monitor tech. What about uh, put in catheters? Mm, I'm okay putting in catheters, but if they're really fat, or if they, the guy has prostate problems, then that's really annoying. I would imagine that that would be the reason why you're probably putting in a catheter, right? Like, it's that rare mean, that you're just putting it in, like, a healthy dude. Do you touch, you touch um, fat dude dicks yeah, all the but, time? What's up, Cody? You touch, you touch fat guy dicks? Uh, I usually touch, like, at least four a day. Are you being wow. serious? Do you yeah. actually touch four? No way. 
Four dicks a day, huh? And it's extremely awkward because most of the patients on my floor are, uh, they have water retention. It's called uh, pisarosis, or technically, I guess you could say liver cirrhosis. And it's, it's called ascites. A S. It's actually spelled A-S-C, but it's called ascites. Sad. And it's where you <coughs> retain a shit ton of just fluid in your, basically, your abdominal wall. And when that happens, it, you're also your penis is super, like, water retained. And I swear to God, it's like, if you get circumcised, you're never going to the hospital. Because every single patient I have is uncircumcised. And then I have to put what are called condom catheters, which is exactly what it sounds like. So I put condom catheters on about two patients a day. And you usually, they're so swollen, the dick, the hole is like in itself. So you have to push and kind of like horrible. Yes. And you you guys are going to think this sounds terrible, but you have to like basically, this is terrible. You have to basically like stroke Stroke the penis out so you can put the condom catheter on. Oh, that makes sense. You have to like stretch it, right? You have to get it elongated. <laughs> How many? Wait, How many did you like that more than bones? the monitor? Because <laughs> <laughs> your job is not weird one, at all. <laughs> I would 100% rather do that than be a monitor type. I yes. love it though. All right. Just stroking wow. dicks and filling holes. <laughs> and a uh, total uh, secret that we don't ever talk about but um like, when you put hey, the I'm condom catheter on usually it comes off but if they have uh, a lot of pubic hair the condom catheter is very sticky and if you get to their pubic hair it'll stick to the hair and then they wow, won't pull it out because because when they try to pull the condom catheter out it pulls on their pubic hair and they're like ow and they're like okay i won't pull it Damn. so that's what i do in a day <laughs> i is also that like normal is it most, mostly days, old huh? guys or is it like do you do women as well you work 12 hours a whole shifts. different thing. So that's like a dick. Uh, women are a completely different thing. They don't do condom catheters. Those are. Uh, women have uh, a vacuum. It's It literally looks. We call it banana vac. And it's literally a banana with a moist, like, gauze in it. And it, it's a vacuum. So it suctions to their vagina. And it's a continuous suction. So they can pee and it just sucks all the urine out into the wall, into the uh, suction. Oh, that sounds way less painful. Oh, it's way freaking easier. Yeah. Doc- but doctors don't like using them because if you use that for like over two days, could you think of like continuous suction on like any part of your body, even if it's not your High you know, sex, sex organs? Uh, no, it's uh, <laughs> you're, you're going to destroy the skin around it. Yeah. It's like uh, what happens when you get a hickey. Condom hickey? I've been working at Renown for six weeks, and I've seen. Cody, I think you've I've been touched. I've touched more dicks wrong. in those six weeks than I did my entire <laughs> life before. Well, that makes it. Well, I'm sure it's pretty close. <laughs> Wait, you touch dicks? <laughs> I, t- I suck dicks. I suck them all the time. Movie forty three. Shout out. <laughs> Will you poop on me? Uh, Nick. <laughs> Jeez. Is there anything else you guys want to hit on Ford versus Ferrari? Sorry for a little off our game. We saw it like a week and a half ago. So that was a good movie. Like I said, sad ending. I wasn't expecting that. Although they were oh yeah, like, did okay. any of you guys know the ending, like the story? Because no. I had no idea he died. No, it's hit us with cold it. Hit us, hit us with the bread. Yeah. So 
like and i like the way they ended the final race like because he ends up like not winning because like some little rule and then instead of like that being the sad ending it was like him and he's like oh it could have been faster like here and there and it's just them walking off and then it kind of fades out of that and into another scene where they're in the new freaking <laughs> where matt damon starts talking about seven thousand rpm you're like oh yeah and it. then like as he and i thought it was just gonna fade out there like i was always as cool like they're doing like the test rate test run you know in the new car and he's talking about you know when you reach seven thousand rpms and then he freaking crashes and then just freaking rolls and you see fire and then you could kind of tell instantly you're like holy shit he died and like i don't know for me it was cool. It wasn't cool, but it worked because I hadn't looked into the story at all. So I had no idea that he died. And so that kind of was a little sad. But but it was like Nick said, like the emotional stuff and the rest, like the movie, like all the emotional stuff with the family didn't really hit that well. So, I mean, it didn't hit bad. It just like you didn't really feel that invested. So like even though when he died, it was sad. It wasn't like I was crying or anything. Yeah, it was more no, of a light spanking. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good way to describe it. It was, more, <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was more like a it was like hit me again, daddy kind of yeah, spanking. It was just like oh damn, like <clears throat> it was like, like oh that sucks. That didn't really do much for me. Type of spanking, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it kind of um, out his story you, arc. He, he died after doing one thing that wasn't selfish after, you know, being set up as a very selfish Christian in retirement. Oh, that's a good, yeah, point, too. Was the, he forfeited the race and gave up the glory and then yeah. kind of ended his character arc. <laughs> Between the you guys, uh, who was a better actor, Matt Damon or Christian Bale? John Bernthal. John Bernthal I, was really good. I think good. they're both good. Yeah, I think they were good in their own ways. Christian Bale's a very, like, method, like, gets into the role. Mm-hmm. And Matt Damon, like, has this, I don't know, something about when he pr- plays roles. He's always, like, so charismatic with his roles. And it, like, brings, like, so much to a movie. And if any of you guys have seen The Martian, like, the way oh, he's, like, good. so charismatic in that, it makes you care about it, like, so much more than you should. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There's just something about Matt Damon, like I love as an actor, and I think he's awesome. And so I like both of them. I Christian Bale was amazing. I thought. Is that Christian Bale's natural accent? I don't know if even Christian Bale knows what his normal accent is, because he's so good at acting. It's fucking distracting. Not, I don't think he's British. No, <laughs> That's he's his like accent. Aussie. He's oh, some yeah, type of point. Aussie. He's yeah. definitely like uh like Australian or New, New Zealand, one of the two. He's Australian, the same as the uh guy from Avatar, the main character. But here it is. Um the car was named the GT for Grand Touring, with the forty representing its overall height of forty inches, one point zero two meters measured at the windshield, as required by rules. Large displacement Ford V eight engine, four point two liter um or sorry, four point seven. Uh, were used compared with the Ferrari V12 and displaced 3.0 liters to 4.0 liters. So, it's an, the entire height of the car was 40 inches, actually, from ground, from uh, tire to the top, which that's is really the that's that's really, that's like three three feet in four inches. That's crazy, yeah. Jesus! Yeah, you practically have to lay down that car. 
Yeah. So the overall height of the G240 is 40 inches. So Cody gave it an 8 out of 10. <clears throat> yeah, it was really good, man. Uh, for me to get that 10 out of 10, it's got to be a movie in the genre that is my favorite. This is cool, but racing is just not my favorite favorite. Um, but other than that, it was an amazing movie. Great cast, um, great acting. A lot of fun. 8 out of 10. Nice. Uh, let's go Thomas, Nick, and then me. So Tommy. Uh, I was going to give it an 8. But I started thinking about it. I'm going to give it a, a 7. Just because. I, great movie. Um, I will not probably watch it again. As opposed to like. You know. Zombieland 2. Double tap. Like. I'm going to watch that movie again. Um, really. Really good movie. And. I know I took a total. Kind of like. You know. Curve on why i liked it but the sound is extremely good if you listened i think if you were to watch that movie and be wearing a headset like a bluetooth headset that had bass it would sound extremely good yeah and, like watch it on your laptop <coughs> with some beats yeah and i i looked i looked up uh after that actually um i watched uh star wars episode one the phantom menace and when they did the pod racing they used a suzuki GSXR 750 Street Bike to make the sounds for Anakin's, uh, <laughs> and I was like, "That's my my same bike." And then the uh, Saboba used like a diesel, so like after watching that movie inspired me to be like, "I like sound, right. like more so." And just the like, that's, yeah, dude, the that's sounds the cool. of the freaking GT were yeah, so and cool. like. And seeing how mean you could be to the engine of a Ford GT40, and it's it came out on top, and that that was the coolest part probably for me was when he was neck and neck with the Ferrari guy, and his his car broke down, and I was like, yeah, America, <laughs> yeah, them pushing the engines was cool. Yeah, I don't know when it actually started, but I American Muscle is pretty cool car wise, I would say. Yeah, over to you, Nick. Uh yeah, I gave it a seven point five. I I think that I will uh I might watch it again one day, but obviously like this isn't something that I am rewatching for any type of reason besides like oh I haven't seen this in a while or um like oh this person wants to see it so I'll see it. Um but all in all like the actual movie was good. Um I thought the movie uh uh did a really good job. Uh, showing off the cars and showing off the racing like you guys mentioned which i think is like the most important piece like they didn't leave out the most important part sometimes it'll be like 90 percent acting and 10 percent racing or like one race um so it was cool that uh it was constant like trial and failure uh, over and over and over again um but yeah 7.5 and uh love christian bale and love uh matt damon off to you brad yeah um i give it a nine it was one of my favorite movies of the year. I loved it. Stop. What? <laughs> it was one of my favorite movies. I'm just. I, I, think I you've don't said that know. every episode. No, because so I said it would be my favorite movie of the year, and then I watched. That's a good point. Two movies since then that I really liked. Um, I I really liked it, and I'll like rewatch this movie a lot. Awesome. Yeah, I just thought it was a fun movie. The kind of movie that they don't make enough of anymore, in my opinion. It wasn't the huge blockbuster, and it wasn't a low budget. It was kind of that in the middle. 
and those are kind of the movies I'm more of a fan of where you still have that high production value but not over the top blown out you're seeing a commercial Ford every day when you guys went and saw it like how much of your crowd was like older people a lot same here <laughs> yeah I don't know it'd be cool if there's a way this these kind of movies could reach like a younger crowd that aren't like movie nerds like us and I want to see every movie I don't know, it was a fun movie. I really liked it. I'm glad we were able to review it. And awesome. Yeah, all wow. a great movie. Go see it. Describe, like, the rules of your list. I have one no rules and two <laughs> That's it. Uh, Basically, all like, of my, my life. No every rules. single one of my cars is real life, is a real life vehicle. I, I don't know what that means by rules. Like, what are you referring to? Like, am I supposed to say, like, no, just like the Batmobile? Specific... <laughs> yeah, the DeLorean. Um, no specific, like specific model or just like a model of car. Uh, I've got just, both. I, I, I just read it as you said, like my three favorite vehicles that exist in this world today that okay. I like the most. It's pretty, yeah. pretty straightforward. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, I have two honorable mentions that means, which is fine. Real quick. So my two honorable mentions are the Toyota FJ 40 Cruiser. Um, the 1965 version though so like the cooler kind of like uh, uh, like war, war style model super like durable fun would, would be fun to like go and drive it around um, and my other honorable mention is a uh, Honda S2000 I'm big fan of Honda S2000s there I'm looking that awesome. up I don't know what that is what is that uh, yeah go ahead and look up a Honda, Honda S2000 S2000 2003 VTEC is so awesome you know, those of you guys listening, awesome VTEC is basically when the vehicle gets to, uh, I don't know what it is on the car. So but it's on when the, street the bike, when you, know, you get to around, like 6,000 RPMs. Yeah, 55 the, to 6,500 RPMs. Yeah, the other cylinder kicks in. No, it's the awesome. valves adjust. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Brad knows. Um, yeah, so, cars better. so, um, so let's start it. Uh, Cody, take it away, man. Top three cars of all time. Guy. Number three is going to be a Ford F-150 Raptor. I just oh, yeah. love the way they look. I grew up around F-150s, and I remember when the Raptor came out, you know, everyone was talking about it. And they, uh, the new second version or second generation of them has like 13 inches of travel and has the uh, the same EcoBoost engine that I have, but it's t- tuned up version of it. But anyways, I think they're just aggressive bitching vehicles. And if I were to go buy a brand new car today, I would go buy a brand new Ford Raptor. I had all the money in the world to do it. So I will agree. say, uh, I was living in downtown Auburn at the time, and my truck died because at the time I didn't know if that was when I called you and you told me to put uh, uh, Coca-Cola all over my wires. Remember that? <laughs> terminals. So, yeah, my terminal for my battery. But um, my truck died at the bottom of a hill. And so I'm in the middle of the street, everyone, for you guys listening, and this dude is going into his Ford Raptor. And I was like, he's got a Ford Raptor. He must know vehicles. And I was like, hey, man, can you give me a a jump? Because I had cables in the back. And he's like, yeah, totally. So he backs up, pulls forward. (laughs) The motherfucker (laughs) didn't know how to open his goddamn fucking hood. And he parked on the wrong side. Yes, he parked on the wrong side. Because I was like, I think the battery is on the left side. And he parked like his battery was on the right, like the right side of the truck. Mm-hmm. and he had no idea like he, he was like sorry i've never opened the hood before and i was like you're the guy that drives 60 miles per hour down the highway when it's snowing 
being like, oh, I have a Ford Raptor. It's fine. <laughs> Anywho, so we got Ford Raptor. I like that pick. I like the Raptor. Yeah, it's a good pick. Am, I, uh, am I up next? Go for it. Um, 1967 Pontiac GTO. Uh, if we're talking specifics, the one from Triple X with yep, the stacked headlights. Cool. Yeah, that's my. I love that car. It's freaking awesome. It's a boat. It hauls ass. It's the the one in that movie was cool because it had a lot of gadgets and stuff. But just in real life, the 1967 Pontiac GTO is the stacked headlights. Is I don't know why, but I I fucking dig stacked headlights on that car that car looks like a beast like you like nick you've seen that car like it, it's not a small car like a small and zippy it's like it's a big freaking vehicle yes that car is very very it's like a boat yeah it's like yeah. similar yeah. to the new challengers yeah i mean yeah. they're just like super wide you know it's like you got to fit a big like 454 in there so yeah. um cool well i guess i'll i'll go um if that's okay yeah um my Coming in third place, ironically, is the Ford GT40. Just a beautiful oh. car. See, dude, I wanted to put it in there after watching this yeah, movie. Yeah, I regardless. Yeah, really? I was in there gonna. It was gonna be in there. Oh yeah, before the movie. Yeah, I mean, it's just such a cool. It's cool that like Ford, who's you know, you think about Ford and you think like truck, you think like uh, inexpensive, cheap car, and then they come out with this just like beautiful looking um, Italian style car um which doesn't fit kind of their mantra which i really dig um on top of the fact that the car itself is just badass super fast and i've seen one quick story we're on our way to bullard's bar one day and no joke we were driving down the road and coming at us in both lanes um because it's a one lane road was a corvette in one lane and a ford gt40 (laughs) in the other lane and they were flying and the GT just smoked it and then went right around the, the Corvette, right by us. It was it was like, I'll never forget that from my childhood. That was wild. I was watching yeah. a uh, video on YouTube a couple of years ago, and I still remember to this day. It was where uh, a bunch of guys went out, you know, uh, car guys went out on the highway. And I think it was, uh, it wasn't Nevada. It was, I think it was like Idaho or something. But... <laughs> Anyway, they're like on like a main highway, you know, like probably like Highway 49 going through Grass Valley, you know, like where it's actually pretty populated and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy was in a GT40 and like the top comment was like fast forward to two minutes and 19 seconds. And he passes a cop at that part and he like downshifts and you're like, you look at this pedometer and you're like, that's not possible. Like the, the car just took off and. And uh, he got away because he was literally driving a GT40 against the cop car. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, and what's cool, if you've ever seen one in person, is they're very small. Like, you look at them, like, on the t- TV. And well, apparently, like, okay, they're 40 inches okay. tall. Yeah, yeah, but seriously, like, you stand next to one, and you're like, wow, this thing is, like, tiny. Yeah, and you, like, basically sit on the floor. Like, in my Infinity, right? You're, like, you're, the seats are literally on <laughs> the ground. giant <laughs> go-karts, really. Yeah. yeah. They're like wheels, engine, chassis, and then a little bit of like exterior around that, but yep. not much more. And you fill the road a lot. Hey Brad. Be rad. Yo. Um, What's your so number three? I have two uh, honorable mentions. I actually have three honorable mentions. Sorry. So my quit. three honorable mentions: uh, the Infinity G thirty five. 
<laughs> I just I the G thirty five G thirty seven. I love the design of that car. Growing up, my mom had a G thirty five when I was in high school, and when you're in a you're a high schooler and your mom lets you drive her super cool car, you think you're so cool. <laughs> Looking back, I wasn't, but I love that car. It was you definitely freaking weren't. no, not at all. But that Nick car hated was... you, Brad. Or Nick, <laughs> no, no, Nick no, hated no, me. Brad hated you. It was, it was me. That's right. <laughs> no, but I love that car. That car was fun. Other honorable mention? Uh, Honda Civic Type S. Cool, dude. Bring me back to my uh, <laughs> Fast and Furious days when everyone wanted a Honda. I like I want a black Honda. My first my Brad. first car was a Honda Civic. A riced out Honda. Yeah. Cody. Did you get a and muffler yes. that like dragged on the ground? You still here? <laughs> it didn't drag on the ground. It was, <laughs> it was loud. It was a manual. So what's 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 your number three, Brad? I have one more honorable mention. That's oh. the Nissan three hundred ZX. Mm. It's a V six twin turbo. Like the older ones? Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty cool. And I always liked those growing up. So my actual uh, number three is the 1979 Chevy Monte Carlo. Oh, just like straight up. Is that because status. of Breaking Bad? That's uh, Training Day. Mm. Never seen it. But I, haven't um, either. I love that car. Like you said, it's kind of like a boat, but like big car, big engine. And Super I just, small dick. I love the, yeah, exactly. Hugely small. I got to confiscate um exactly no i just i like the style of the car and i've always wanted to do a rebuild on what's it what's it called in the 19 1979 chevrolet monte carlo and i'm not a chevy guy but i like this one uh, um it looks like a beaner mobile if i'm being completely honest yeah it reminds me of like uh like do you like big fuzzy suits and like a feather in your cap <laughs> why is everything a yeah. joke <laughs> dude it's a cool did it did it come with it did it come with a bag of coke or was that aftermarket price you get some it fuzzy was dice in the deal i mean yeah i'm not an idiot like car coke same deal save the money who, who did it say it wanted to share with you know how like all coke has like share this with blank so, like share this coke with thomas share with your left and right nostril <laughs> It uh, actually said share with your feelings, and Brad doesn't have those, so he drank the whole thing. <laughs> nice. Wow. But yeah, no, I've always liked that car. I've always liked, and I don't know, I always thought it'd be cool to do like a rebuild on one of those cars. Mm-hmm. And you could do it, dude. Yeah, I guess I could. Brad, Brad is not tooting his own horn, guys. He has a weird ability to work on cars extremely well. So yeah, actually, I'll give that to you. The 1979 Monte Carlo is sweet. Only if you get it in black, though. Mm-hmm. The black Monte Carlo, Carlo with chrome. Oh my god, that thing is awesome. Is that the? Are you uh, being nice the now? No, completely K-Doo. nice. Like this is so sick. No, 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 this is so sick. Honestly, I like the car a lot. It's a, it's yeah. a really. It kind of reminds me of like a modern day uh, Mercedes. Yeah. 1979 was that what it was nick yeah styling i'm looking for the yeah. black one yeah yeah Ooh, you're looking at the, the black that's one a yeah. sex- yes with the hood with the hood up yeah <laughs> oh, oh that's a sexy fucking car it's on streetsideclassics.com if you're driving that if you're driving that car and not on your way to a coke deal are you even driving a car that's a great point mm-hmm. we'll find out when brad uh, rebuilds it speaking of uh cody what's your number two my number two is another truck. 
1975 or just that generation of the Chevy Blazer. Um, if you've never seen one, they're just kind of big, boxy. I think that's what Hopper drove in uh, Stranger Things. Just a fucking that was a Bronco, American. I thought. Uh, it could have been. I, it's similar to the Bronco. They look similar. They have the same removable top, uh, hard top mm-hmm. on them. And my dad had one growing up. It was a big old beast. With fucking, like, so what, what year? Because there's like a 2020 version. 75? Yeah, dude, that thing is it just it's massive. I thought they're making they're making a new one, aren't they? They are. Yeah, they're bringing yeah. There's one in 2020, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it looks cool sweet. Looking. Yeah. The new one looks one, just though. like the old one, to be honest. Yeah, it's cool with the top off, dude. It looks like a like a really uh, wide yeah. truck. I I mm-hmm. I found a photo, Cody. If you just type in the, on Google Chevrolet Blazer 1975, it's a white truck with black tires and black rims and it has yep. It's like completely did. naked except for the windshield. It looks awesome. Yeah, looks awesome. Yeah, they're that's awesome. That's a cool. That's a cool truck, dude. And the one next to it has they, American flag. Oof. You could put like a big block in them too, so they had massive power. And yeah. So was it was it fast or slow? It was just meaty. I mean, it wasn't it was a powerful. Yeah. Was I a, mean, it was just a, super just a thick heavy. With, with two C's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just one of those fucking solid. It looks like a good car <laughs> to to raise a. Uh, confederate flag in like, like in the zombie see... apocalypse i could i could drive this through a street of zombies and be okay oh by the way i uh, decided what my new zombie killing song is yesterday uh welcome what is home it? welcome home by coheed and cambria it's a good one um my number two is you guys might think this sounds pretty stupid but is actually my my truck a 2001 toyota coma uh single cab or I guess six-cented cab with stick shift, uh, rear wheel differential lock, and I I literally love my truck so much. It's um, I was thinking about great. Mine it has a, too. yeah, it has a has a foreign it, just just I would I would guess I could just say the Toyota Tacoma in general. Like I love the Tacoma or Tundra so much. My my truck has um, I've owned it for ten years now. It has two hundred thirty-five thousand miles on it, and it's gonna easily go for another seventy thousand miles yeah and i've never in in that truck and i had a uh toyota wasn't even called tacoma back then because it was 1987 it was just called their pickup but i had a v6 stick shift that um brad currently has that was papa smurf because the entire truck was blue the entire side was blue but i just i really love toyota coma it's it's a great truck and I'm going to drive because mine's old and everyone's like, oh, like you graduated nursing school, like, and you're getting real job. You're going to buy a new vehicle. And I was like, no, I'm driving my truck until it blows up. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably do the same with the G37. Like, I was like, I'm just like never been in a state of mind where I'm like, I'm happy with the car I have. Like this car is sweet. And every time I get like, I leave, it's like, I hate to watch you go, but I love to watch you leave. Like shout out Lil Wayne. Um, <laughs> I love that about my car every time i look at it i'm like mm, yes yeah so for you guys listening uh our me and brad our mom had a g35 and that's like kind of how i knew a little bit about it and then when nick went to go buy one he was kind of texting me back and forth and i was completely on board with infinity i think infinity makes great cars and the g35 probably has one of the coolest sounding engines g37 shout out yeah. yeah, this is a G37. I almost bought even, one of those too. Even cooler, dude. But it's a, it's, yeah. it's such a cool car, Nick. It's such a, such a cool and like fun car. I love car. it. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Um, 
I'll segue that into my number two. Um, definitely, I'm 100% certain I'll have this car at some point in my life. And that is a Shelby uh, GT350R. Um, what? It's like a kit car, or 1965. Shelby uh, GT350? Uh, G- yeah, GT350R. Shelby G- GT350R? Yep. What year? 1965. Huge fan. Yeah, those are classic. That's like what he was... I don't know. That's like Gone in 60 Seconds. Eleanor. It's, is that the uh, car no, from Gone in Ele- 60 Seconds? Eleanor is... Uh, uh, I mean, I think they might have uh, a Shelby in it, but the, Eleanor is a... Is a different Shelby. It's not. It's not these ones. It's the definition of American Muscle Man. Yeah, and it's, point, it's huh? that's what I was cracking up about. Is like my first two are like Ford related, and it's like I I love my favorite type of cars are like elegant, fancy cars. But this one is just like every time I see one on the road, you know, it's like a head turner. You gotta love it. I honestly thought your top three were gonna be all Ferraris. That's what I thought yeah, too. Because no, you had Ferrari uh, shoes. Ferrari didn't even make the list. Really? Not even number one? Okay. Yeah, I'm curious no. to see what number one is. I thought the spider was going to be number one. <laughs> are we Are uh, we on to number ones? Uh, not yet. Brad, we got Brad's Brad number two. two. Oh. Yeah, uh, my number two is the Toyota Supra. <laughs> Brad, did you watch uh, oh. Fast and Furious before you thought about your favorite cars? <laughs> no. Um, okay. Yeah, I like that, the... That car hauls ass, dude. Dude, I like... All the like the supermodels from the like the nineties all the way up till now. I like the super. I think it's a cool design. The new super coming out. I was watching like a couple or just one review video. More so than you I'm can afford, pal. Ferrari. Yeah. Uh, and it's they said it's really like for the amount it is because it's like 50, 50 G's for a nice one. Like it's mm-hmm. just not worth it. Like you can just get more performance out of a different vehicle at this point, and it's not. They weren't impressed mm-hmm. with it. What color? Uh, if I had my choice? Yes. Am I trying to like stick out and be exotic or like just... Whatever every, you want. Well, it's, every your, it's your choice. Whatever you want. It's your choice. Well, I mean, that depends. Uh, nope. If, it, if you're going to drive it every... If it's going to drive a Toyota Supra, it's going to haul ass, Brad. If it's going to sit in your drive? garage, you know, like what... I like want if you like, had to choose one. a super bright like gunmetal gray with black rims. And then maybe some black accents. Hmm. That's well, racist. the best part about that was the end. But yeah, cool. Uh, cool. Well, Cody, uh, tell us about your number one pick. You guys have any guesses? Um, Mustang. A Ford Mustang. No, no, my favorite. That has blown. Super uh, WRX. Chevrolet Corvette. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, you say that all the time. I just don't no. listen because it's stupid. I'll see you at the finish line. Enjoy your... Like. I hope your favorite is the 2000s. Like, 2000 to, like, 2007 when the body style was horrific. I just <laughs> so <90s>. bad. Oh. <laughs> no, I like uh, Generation 3 specifically, uh, like, late 60s to early 80s. Super cool. That's when you had the Stingray. The Stingray. classic-looking yeah. one. I think the new one coming out, the mid-engine, is... Uh, very very sexy i know it doesn't really look like a corvette in the traditional sense but i'm a big fan of it and i have a poster of it in my office yeah i'm a big fan of the new corvettes and um if i were to get a 
Corvette, Cody, I'm going to ask you the same question, but I would get a Stingray that is oh, white. The 2019 is like white. The, the Corvette, I think... Um, like Nick said, all white it, with black rims. All tell, white. Me if I'm ro- tell me if I'm wrong, Cody, but I think, the, I think the Corvette is kind of <laughs> like... Uh, it's my... It, it, it stands the test of time. Like, it it's was cool no, back in the models. day, and it's still cool today. And it's 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 still around, you know? It was yeah, not a cool car in early I 2000s. Did, I did Chevy. I agree. They looked really ugly for a while there. Horrible. Like if, you, if you look at third gen, and then you look at fourth gen... Just What's your favorite one, Cody? I'm going to look it up real quick. Bad. It's the Corvette Stingray, right? Just type in third generation Corvette. There's Let's some really see. cool Corvettes. Just looking at them. Yeah, fourth generation hideous, fifth generation hideous, sixth oh, generation. That's is that's, that's a good looking that's a good looking car, dude. What's your number two or number one, Tom? Mine. Does anyone want to guess? Anyway. Uh, wait. So name it's off your last two. No, it can't be a bike. It's not. A bike. Is it the no, bike from car. South Park, the self-generating power bike? What you had the you had the Toyota Tacoma. Mm-hmm. What was your number three? Uh, Pontiac GTO, 1967. And so your number one, uh, I'm just going to throw it out there, Infiniti G35. No. My number one is uh, the... Le- BMW M6? No, Lexus LFA, which has an episode oh, right. on... Yeah, it has an episode on um, Top Gear. And if I were to say anything about this car to like make people interested is that the odometer is digital. It's, it's digital because the RPMs ripped so quick on the analog one that they, it it snapped two shots of nitrous almost blew (laughs) intake on your manifold. But no, I it's, it's not the, it's not the best car. I'll be honest. It's like they drove it and they're like, it's ex- it, they said it was extremely aggressive, but couldn't handle the turns. But Dude. basically, what happened is Lexus, aka Toyota, nice was like, story. "Hey, we can make a supercar too." And so they made the Lexus LFA. And lightness when they made the car was an obsession, and I, I dig that. Like everything's carbon fiber, even the freaking foot pedals. So what That's they do with power. these cars, and specifically the Lexus LFA is it was a flagship vehicle for them, meaning that the idea is to build a supercar that you could then use different parts off of that to help the future generations of your vehicles. And they were mentioning that with the LFA. That's pretty much how Lexus got all of their new badass Lexus looks, you know, that you, that you see now is from right. that car. There's a lot of features they took from that. So what they do is they take that, right, and then they put it in the Lexus, which is the less expensive version of the LFA, right, all the other Lexus they have. And then they take those parts and they try to make those parts as cheap as possible, and they, they take those and put them on, like, the Toyota uh, cars. So that's that's the business strategy behind it is, like, this works for these cars, it should work for these cars, and it's, like, plastic instead of, like, titanium. Well, that's my uh, number one. Hopefully you guys like it. Yeah. No, okay. Cool. Good pick, good pick. So... Do you guys want to think about my number one and give it a shot since everyone's doing this? Tesla. Go ahead. Is, it no. a, is it a BMW? Nope. Cody? Uh, the country is, is, it of a Maser- or- is it a Maserati? Country nope. of origin. Lebanon. Uh, give me two seconds. <laughs> <Google>. <laughs> a Lycan Hypersport. 
Uh, lichen hypersport. Wait, what? How do you spell <laughs> that? It's called lichen. L y k a n, and then space hypersport. Oh wow! Uh, nope, has wow. nothing to do with the name. Uh, there's only a very few amount made. Um, it's the Damn. fastest car on earth. Uh, it's incredibly sexy. Um, Are you looking at the it. one where the entire like the back is fold unfolded, the seat, the doors unfolded, and the freaking hoods unfolded? Jesus. Yeah, Dude. this is by far the sexiest. Like, I, I, I absolutely love Jesus. everything about it. Um, oh, that's what Black Panther drives, huh? Uh-huh. Mm, is it? Oh. He's in, um, the, he's in, he's in a commercial for it. I know that uh, it's in oh one God. of the furious Nick, movies, there's too. a baby blue one, and it's so sexy. Uh, I, I'm Dude, very familiar with this. These car, this car is very dope. Oh, yeah, there's a little Marvel. Yeah, this is the what Black Panther drives. But, yeah. It's such a cool car. Um, I think it's like... It, it, the inside of it, too, is is super sexy. But I go watch some reviews. It's like three... Yeah, it's like $3.4 million. They only made a few of oh, them. Um, and it's just absolutely the most beautiful car I've ever seen in Lay Ion. Feast your eyes. Do you think you're yes. gonna get that before the uh, the Shelby or after? <laughs> uh, you know, I haven't I haven't thought about it yet. Uh, I was dabbling, um, you know, in the stock market and you know sold uh, some Coke uh, and, and made quite a bit <laughs> of money to be able to. No, I'm talking about Coke stock. Yeah, yeah I know. Blue chips. I yeah, have the blue seen. chip stocks, obviously. And uh, yeah, so I think I think I might buy one. No, that's like retirement. I think. If I can interior, find one. It's really sexy. <laughs> Carbon fiber, everything. Every, Dude, this car, car is just, it's just, sick. yeah, Holy it's shit. beautiful. Just beautiful. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, it's in uh, Fast and Furious, one of the Furious movies when they go to Dubai and they drive it out the window of like the tallest building on earth or whatever. Anyways, number one, like in Hypersport. All right. Bro. So that's me to round it off. Uh, my number one car is a Ford Mustang. I love the Mustang. I like all the designs. Some of them, like, late 80s, early 90s, not crazy about, but even, like, the GTs. Then I really liked uh, the GT500. It's probably, like, my favorite design. The one he drives in I Am Legend is one of my favorite cars. Uh, The one they do the rebuild on in Need for Speed is, like, one of my favorite cars. I, I don't know. I like the look, the Mustang, especially the newer models I really like, and I like the older models. And I'm just like a huge fan of the Ford Mustang GT. You're a big fan of the, uh, you said ni- mid-90s, you said? 1995? No, I said like... You seem like a mid, you seem like a big mid-1995 Mustang type guy. No, my favorite would be like. Did the, you uh, bleach your tips? You're fucking stupid. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, what happened in those years, dude? Those. Oh no, that's that's I, literally. I will, I will say though, me for life. Is that even like the 1995? Besides that, like, I guess you can include also, but that car has always looked great. Like Look you're up spot the 1990. on. Right? What did, wait, Cody had a Sting. What year was yours, dude? The late 80s, the 5.0. Dude, the Mustang 5.0 is a badass car. Yeah, the Mach 3 is cool, too. You know what killed Mustang for me? 
when I was when I was ever chauffeured by Nick Souza and his 1997 Ford Mustang or whatever he had that was just filled with trash and garbage and reeked. <laughs> and I had to sit in that disgusting vehicle and go to wherever we needed to go. I, I like basically wanted to throw up every time I got in his car. It was filthy. How do you spell Nick Souza? Disgusting. S O U Z A. Oh, the big fucker, right? Yeah. When when I when his Ford Mustang, man. I'm looking at the '95. That is by far the worst yeah, design dude. out of. What were they thinking? I just don't understand how they go from so awesome in the '60s to like what is happening. Like I I I just I don't know what was in their heads, and then they finally came back. They're like, we're gonna remake it. And right. they made it cool again. And, like, that was really important. Like, I remember when Cody's uh, stepmom got one. He got, like, a baby blue one. And it was badass at the time. Cool. Well, I guess that wraps things up, huh? It's all about the Lexus. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we'll record the uh, Irishman tomorrow at 5, right? No. You guys got anything else? Or you want to wrap it up? Cody, say it. Um, Nick is fat? What? That and something uh, else. You got me. What? Come on, think of common so memes. Uh, oh, I had my head out. Yeah, well, we all know that Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> 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 all right, oh, yeah. guys. Um, anyways, you can actually catch us tomorrow. We'll be reviewing The Irishman. For me, I'm Brad, Thomas, Cody, Nick. We're movie stalkers, and we'll catch you later. Later on. Peace. Later, nerds.